0: Hello friends and welcome to today's podcast. I am so excited. I feel like I always say that I'm excited about every podcast that we have. But today we are covering the new social app called Clubhouse. And I know All of you moms, when you hear that, everyone's like Clubhouse, you mean like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? And I won't lie, every time I hear it, I think of the song, it's a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, come inside, it's fun inside. But literally, it is, come inside, because Clubhouse is fun inside. Um, It is an amazing connection app, creating deep connections quickly. And I brought on today one of my new friends, who I literally have met in the last 24, 48 hours on the Clubhouse app and we were in a room and I said, hey, Annabelle, let's go make a podcast about this and I'm going to air it tomorrow. So Annabelle and I recorded this podcast late last night to give you all of the tips and tricks that we have learned about Clubhouse and to let you know how it has impacted our businesses. So without further ado, let's jump in and learn about Clubhouse. Hi there. I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger podcast. And I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions, no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm a Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys. And I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower. Because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years podcast where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. Hi, Annabelle. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: We have become like brand new friends in the last literally 24 hours, thanks to Clubhouse. I always ca- have been saying, and I think this podcast is going to be titled, it's really not Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse. And you know, like that's all I can think whenever I hear it. It's like through the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. But it has been such an amazing tool. But before we dive in and talk about all the things that we have learned on Clubhouse, why don't you introduce yourself and tell the listeners a little bit about you?
1: Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Annabelle, and I am a business coach and marketing strategist. And I've worked in digital marketing for over a decade, and I have a passion for helping mompreneurs. When I became a mom, I decided not to go back to work at three months and started going full in on helping people with digital marketing behind the scenes and being a business coach. And with the emergence of Clubhouse, I am helping businesses to build their influence and their income using clubhouse and growing their following
0: there yeah and it is going to be such a revolutionary app and we will dive in but it's for sure going to be one of those things that i think that the big massive action takers in this beginning stage because it's still a startup even though it's been around for six months um are going to see huge rewards from it
1: yeah i know that's what The other day I was in a room with Myron Golden and he was saying that he sees the potential for people to get 20,000 followers in one day in a large room once they open it up to Android and the rest of the world. They are expanding the app to be available for everyone. It has this exclusive edge right now, but that does not mean that it's not going to be open to everyone. And so the people who are on there right now are figuring it out and really establishing themselves. And so I do think that being an early adopter is an awesome idea if you can get in.
0: Absolutely. Let's kind of just talk about what Clubhouse is, because I know when I tell people or I have been walking around, be like, have you been on Clubhouse yet? That people are like, club what? What am I missing? What are we talking about? So um, let's just kind of talk about, do you want to give your take of how you explain Clubhouse to people? And then I will, because I think it's also interesting to hear how people are explaining it, because until you're in it, it's really hard to almost explain.
1: Yeah. So the way I'm going to explain it is it's like a meetup group, but online. So that is how I am viewing it. I know a lot of people might say it's like an ongoing podcast all the time. But to me, that means that you are going in and you are listening all the time and to me, the people who are really making waves on the app are the people who are talking and holding rooms. And so if you think about how meetup works, it's, you know, you set up a group with people like minded individuals, and you just talk about things that are interesting to you. So instead of being in person, you are just talking over your voice, it's only a headshot, you don't have to have makeup on. And the cool thing for moms is that you can just be doing whatever you're doing. So I have been a listener, and there's nothing against being a listener. When I'm taking care of my son. And, you know, if we're going for a walk, or he is playing, and I don't really need to be engaged with him, I can be a listener. And I can learn a whole lot on the app from other people, because there's so many different opinions and so many different levels of expertise on the app. And also, I can be a leader where I can start a room or a club, and I can bring like minded people together. And what's cool is that It's kind of like a combination of meetup and Facebook groups where there are clubs. So Facebook groups is kind of like the club on Clubhouse where you can bring together a big group of people and have different types of meetings within that club. So then you have, you know, the people who love music all together in one place. You have the moms all together in one place, the women in business all together in one place. So it's a really fun way to segment yourself on like interests and just talk about things that are interesting to you.
0: Yes. And I've been saying to people that it's like an audio version of Zoom or like an audio version of Instagram and that... It's amazing to me how quickly by finally hearing someone's voice, because on Instagram, there's people that I message, but I've never talked to them. And we'll send a voice memo here and there. But there's something that creates this instant connection that Clubhouse has found the secret sauce of and being able to connect with people. And I have connected and been on people's stage that I would never, ever, unless I would pay thousands and thousands of dollars been able to speak to and literally been on their stage and got to ask a question. And so it is for sure an amazing, amazing place. And it's going to create amazing connections. And And you and I can attest that it, it already has. Um, so maybe like, let's just tell people how, like the way that you get on Clubhouse is you have to have an invite. Now I have found a few little caveats around it of not having to have an invite that if you know somebody on Clubhouse and they can invite you into a group and you can then nominate someone, it lets them almost skip the line because the group approves them to be quicker. And when you're active on the group and you're on the app, and my friends have applied to be on it, I'm able to let them skip the line. So those are two ways that I have kind of found without earning any more invites that I've been able to bring multiple friends on the app in the last 24 hours. Um, is there any other ways, tips or tricks that you have found of that you were able to kind of like help people get onto the app?
1: Yeah. Oh, I like those. I like those a lot. And I think that that, that works as well. I did nominate a few people for groups. And I do think that that works as well as having someone's phone number in your phone. So I've been
0: seeing a lot. Yes, your phone number, their phone number has to be in your phone before you nominate them for sure.
1: Yeah. That's what a lot of people are confused about because even in Facebook groups, they're asking for an invite and they're putting their handle because they've reserved their handle on the app, which you guys can do. You can download the app, you can reserve your handle. So don't worry about your name if you're waiting to get in or if you have an Android, but make sure that the person has your phone number. Now, Somebody told me today, and I don't know if it works, it's just like the news around the block, because this is a new app, is that if you were to meet somebody online, or one of your friends is not in your phone right now, and you kind of missed bringing them in with you when you first started, that you guys could add each other's phone numbers to your phone, and then wait a little while, and it might just, if they download the app, and then reserve their handle after you guys do that action, it might just give you a way to welcome them in. And welcoming them in means that it doesn't use any of your invites at all. They just let them in. So it's kind of like magic. Um, The other way that I have seen people get in, and I don't know, if this is like completely kosher with Clubhouse, so hopefully they don't get me for knowing this. I did not do this, but there have been groups, Facebook groups where one person gets in and then they invite the next person and they keep going down the line. It's a lot of work and it really does take everybody doing their part to let the next person in. But there are groups, actually, I think there is a group completely dedicated. Look up Clubhouse invites on Facebook and you will find a group that's completely dedicated to helping people get in. But maybe just skip all of that mumbo-jumbo if you have a friend that's on the app and see if you guys can just keep each other's phone number in your phone and then download the app and put your handle and hopefully that will trigger the invite. It might change soon, but let's just hope that that gets you in.
0: Yeah, and I can for sure say that Um, your friend's phone number has to be in your phone. Like I have one friend that we, we are like legit friends. And for some reason I was like, I don't know why your phone number is not my phone. We just always communicate over Facebook or Instagram, but she went and reserved her, her handle. And I was like, no, because now it's lost and I can't do anything until, um, it comes up. The one thing that about the train that I didn't know about, and I saw some of those trains on Facebook is Whoever you bring into the app, you're responsible for. And which is amazing because it's Clubhouse's way of making the app like friendly, I guess you could say. But if the person you invite breaks the rules or gets kicked off of Clubhouse, that means that you are kicked off of Clubhouse, which really stinks, which I think is why there's a lot of people be- being very cautious because they. Don't want to get kicked off because if I get kicked off, I kick my friend off a Clubhouse.
1: Yeah, I know. And I, I actually decided to be very mindful with my invites after my first one. But I want to tell you the story about my first invite because I think it's really funny. So I got into the app finally because I had met a girl online and I completely trust her. She trusts me. So we were great invite buddies. Then I got in and my phone told me a list of people that I could invite. And Jasmine Starr was the first person on the list. And I was like, yes, Jasmine Starr should be on the app. And so I just clicked it. But I didn't realize, like, I don't have Jasmine Starr's real phone number. I have her community phone number. Oh, no. (laughs) I wasted my first invite trying to invite Jasmine Starr to the app. She's already on. I checked. So she did not need me at all. But I did end up getting three invites later once I was more active in the app. And then I was able to invite some friends. So yeah, um, just be careful that you don't invite any community phone numbers of the superstars that you know. Mm
0: -hmm. You should Facebook or not Instagram message her and tell her that because she actually checks them and replies. I bet you would find that so funny. Or be like, can you tell the powers who be to give me one more invite?
1: I know, I know. I was like, they should have something for innocent people that make innocent mistakes to take back their invite or whatever, but it will be a good laugh. I think I will actually tell her because, yeah, I really wanted her to be on the app and she should know.
0: Yeah. So the one thing that's great, like once you get on the app is the algorithm and that they're really, you are your own algorithm and it's your choice kind of what is viewing and it asks you your interests um, which is great. And even it feeds you some and I love how you can then go see all so you can see all the rooms that are open so that you can go in and you can pop in and out. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the inner workings of clubhouse and kind of what does some of the terms mean when people hear the word like hallway and like what rooms to hop into?
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So hallway guys, it can also be called lobby. So you can think of it either way. So in their terms and conditions and in their uh, instructions, they actually call it like 10 different things, but most people call it the hallway. So when you first get in the app, you're going to be asked to put like your headshot and your bio, and you can link your Instagram and Twitter, which is really cool. We can talk about that a little bit later about how that could work for you. But once you get all of that in there and you've added a few of your friends from your phone, the rooms that show up in your hallway are going to be ones based off of the people that you follow. So your hallway is a list of rooms that you could go into. So if you were walking down a hallway in a meetup group or something like that, or in a club, you would decide which room do I want to go in? Do I want to go in the one that is singing Lion King right now, or do I want to talk about business? And then you choose what you want to be in. And so based off of that, you can curate this based off of who you follow. And so a lot of discussion has happened around, I need to be careful about who I'm following because I don't want to be in a weird room because some of the rooms have been about dating um, and very explicit dating. Mm-hmm. So you do kind of want to be careful or if somebody doesn't vibe with you, you might not want to follow them just you know, to be a people pleaser because it does affect the rooms that you see. But in general, you'll have an abundance of rooms. The more people that you're following, the more people you're connected to. But they've also just recently added interest So one of the things that really helped me find more rooms that I was interested in was to add the interest that I have. And so they have very few categories right now. But you could choose things like health and business, and that type of thing. And you can check your you can put your location as well. And so it kind of helps you to curate rooms a little bit in that way. And then another way that you can do it is through the clubs that you're in. And so within clubhouse, there are clubs and that means These are the overarching clubs that are trying to bring people together, kind of like what I was saying before about Facebook groups. People are creating clubs, and that is bringing together people who are in all types of things. Maybe it's help, Maybe it's women in business. Um, Let's see. What are some other ones? Podcasters. And so different types of groups are starting to form, but this is still very new. So the clubs that are going to be available are still adapting every single day. And from that, you can start an event that's an event that you are starting, or you can start one from within a club. And that helps you to start getting people into rooms if you choose to be a leader in that way. So those are a few of the terms. Did I miss any?
0: I don't think so. I think you got most of them pinging. When you're in a room, you can, what's called ping, you'll hear people say ping your friends in, that's hitting a plus button at the bottom and you can tell your friends like, hey, I'm, I'm in this room, like come join me and join the conversation. I love how you talked about the hallway and that it's like you're in a club and you get to go to whichever one you want to because there literally is Broadway editions on there where you just get to sit as a listener and As someone who is a theater nerd, I'm like, holy cow, these are massive big people in here that you literally are getting to listen to audition. And it's really cool to get to hear. But then you also have rooms that have some of the biggest business experts. I mean, multi, multi multi-million billionaires that you get to come up on stage and ask them a question where you would have to pay millions normally not millions, thousands. But sometimes, I mean, some big, massive people where you got to pay a lot to get in there. And then you have rooms where it's just fun friends like us that are hanging out, having small conversations, and it's great connection. Um, So I'd love to chat about a little bit of the feel between the rooms. Um, I have noticed when you hop into a room that does not have as many people, so you can kind of see before you get into a room how many people are in the room, that if you are wanting to be a listener that if you get into a room that has a smaller amount of people, they're going to expect that you want to talk or participate. And that has been one thing that's hard because I wish that clubhouse would have like a button. That's like, Hey, I'm doing something with my kids. Cause there's no way of communicating with anyone else in the room unless you have their number to text them or send a message. So that's one thing that I, I noticed that has been hard for me, but It does create this intimate connection, but then you have rooms of hundreds of thousands of people even, and those you can either be passive listeners or I'm on the camp of, no, be as active as you can. And as soon as they say that they're turning that button on to raise your hand, you push that button to be one of the first people in line because you're going to get called up.
1: Oh, yeah, I completely agree. And I've definitely used the strategy of both you know, and then also leading your own room, but Mm -hmm. I try to attend at least two large rooms a day and ask a question and ask a smart, clear question, as clear as I can make it. I know that there are people who ask better questions than me, but I try to get up there and think of something to ask because I have learned something every day since I've been on the app because I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. At the same time, every time I go into a small room, I tend to get to know people at a depth that They do follow me and it's very sticky. So Mm -hmm. either way, you know, if we're thinking about gaining followers, either way I'm gaining followers because I was courageous enough to get on a stage with really amazing people and ask a smart question or add some value if I have some to add. And the other is that I'm able to have a deep relationship with people in a smaller room, but that's because I like to talk and I like to add value and I'm picking rooms based off the title of things that I think that I would be really interested in or could add value to. But that being said, there are times where I am in mommy mode. And if I get called out in a room because I'm making friends, making connections. And sometimes someone might say, Oh, you know, Annabelle's here. How about she comes up to the stage? And if I don't answer, that could be pretty embarrassing. So one tip that I can give is that I learned the other day that you can change your, um, your profile photo. And another lady had downloaded the image of be right back from Google. And she put that as her thumbnail so that people know that she's away. So I'm thinking for us moms, maybe we could put something, some signal that I can't talk Mm -hmm. right now, just listening, something like that to help them out. And that way we don't get called out so that we can be just passive listeners because there is a time for that. And I'm on the app all day. I'm not talking on the app all day. The people who are have no voice right now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Something to really think about.
0: Yes, I love that thought of maybe even if it's something that like, it's your picture, but has like the white over it that maybe it says in mom mode. Because if someone's in mom mode, I know not to call on them. I love that idea. I've also seen people when as they get called up on stage, um, because some of them, you literally are getting to say, what do you do? And you're basically giving a quick elevator pitch, which this is a perfect act to be practicing your elevator pitch and I've noticed like you refine and refine it. Well, then while they're still on stage, they quickly go and change their picture and they say, well, you can text me if you have something. Um, and it automatically changes to a text, which I think, have you done that yet?
1: Not done it yet, but I have noticed that people can do it. uh, I think there must be a way to change the one when you go into your bio to have the text bio picture. And so I'm going to be investigating how to do that. But either way, having a short text code, even though it's like $15 a month is such a great idea because think about the behavior of everybody that's on this app. We're on our phones. Mm -hmm. It's not available on the laptop. So for me to go find my laptop to email you might be a little bit harder. I don't know if I want to message you on Instagram or like we experienced today, Instagram doesn't always work for that, you know, for Mm -hmm. messages. And so a text is so easy. And what I've done on the other end of that as a business owner is I have actually included that into my email list. And so this is a way to collect leads as well. If you are trying to collect leads for something. So maybe if you're thinking a little bit ahead and you want to have a club or you want to have a regular group meeting, you can start having people text and it would say something like, you know, join my room or something or like text room to five, 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 five or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it could be on a email list and you could tell them when your event is because one of the things that I've noticed is that, The app isn't very intuitive in finding events. So Mm -hmm. when someone's in a room, but as far as planning which rooms you're going to be in, we really need to actually tell people which rooms are coming up right now and give them a place to go. And there's no place for them to really like save it in their app or even really see it before without scrolling through like hundreds of other events to find Mm -hmm. more. And so if you have a way to put that on an email list to notify people, it's a really good idea.
0: Yeah. And even, um, when you create your own room, if you don't like copy the invite, cause you can kind of like copy it to send it and then put it in somewhere. I, I was in one. I was like, Oh, I thought it would just be at the top of the calendar. And it wasn't, I literally had to go scroll through and be like, Oh, this is the room I'm supposed to be in to be co-moderating because I wasn't the person who created it. Um, So that's one thing that I noticed as well. I will say though, that the messaging during the rooms for me has been super successful for you and I, like it clearly didn't work, but for me, when I have been in the bigger rooms and there are bigger speakers speaking, I automatically, when they have added value or I've gotten on the stage and they gave me some feedback, I automatically go to their Instagram and send them a message and say, Hey, I was just in your clubhouse. Thank you so much for this blah, 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 whatever piece of feedback. Um, I really appreciated it. And I now have literally five people that are going to be on my podcast that are seven figure earners that I would have never ever gotten. I'm like one of them. She even like, I, I just simply sent her and it wasn't even detailed. Cause this is when I was like, just practicing like hey i just was in that clubhouse room i appreciated what you said And she sent a message back and was like thanks so much by the way i volunteer as tribune to be on your podcast and she has over a million people on instagram and i'm like little old me over here with my little piece of the internet okay but you're but that's the thing with your voice is people are getting to hear your passion behind your voice and that is what is a huge i think key to clubhouse too
1: Yeah, you know, and I think that it's really interesting, because when I first got on, I thought, wow, we have people with humongous Instagram followings, and people with very, you know, regular people sized Instagram followings. And I thought, oh, wow, this is going to segment us immediately. There's no way that they're going to talk to me, there's no way that they're going to want to be in a room with me. But really, a lot of the people that are, you know, have the larger followings, they are there to give advice, and to help people. And they are very nice. All of them. They're super nice. nice. What you're saying is, you know, they'll be on your podcast if they have the capacity to be. And I love what you say about like in the moment, go up there and ask a smart question. They know who you are. They see your picture. And then they see you on Instagram. This app gives you the ability to have those double touch points with someone that if I like your picture on Instagram, you probably won't notice me in the middle of your other 1000 likes. But If you just talked to me and heard my voice on an app and saw my picture, and especially if my picture matches over here on Instagram and and I'm letting you know that I'm hearing you and I'm getting your advice and I'm thanking you for the amazing amount of time that you are spending on this app, that is going to feel rewarding to anyone as humans. Mm -hmm. I really want to hear, oh, wow, you had a great experience? Awesome. And then they'll be more open to you know, helping you or being on your podcast. And Michelle, I honestly think people want to be on your podcast because they think it's awesome.
0: Oh, thank you. I feel like I'm still like, and it's so interesting because Um, I'm really only like six months into my podcast, but I'm almost fifty episodes in, which for some people is an entire year of podcasting. So I have gained a lot of experience, but it is—it's a podcast niche, and that's something that I—I was hoping to create when I created this podcast. That it was something I hadn't seen in like the other the podcast world of combining these things together and making it a safe place for women to just like show up with their bun. And most of the time. When I email guests, I'm like, hey, by the way, I show up in mom mode. I don't record. So you show up in whatever you're like, don't do your hair and makeup for me. And that is one thing that I think automatically creates friendship with a lot of the people when I record a podcast. So, um, but that is so kind of you to say, I would love for us to kind of talk about how we think that Clubhouse is going to be affecting business and how we are already seeing it affect some people's businesses. And I know that you've really been digging into this. So I would love for you to share on that.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So Clubhouse for Business, it is all about intention and going there with a strategy and a purpose. I think that you could go on the app and spend hours listening, never being noticed or getting a few followers and not getting any sales. I think that that is one way to go on. Uh, but if you go on with a strategy, you're going in and you have an intention of which rooms you want to be in to show up and add value. This is really about being the voice and being an expert that leads back to your business. And so what is the content categories that you want to speak about? And then purposely seeking out rooms. And if that means only following people that are within your industry If you really have the intent of using Clubhouse for business, then that means that those rooms will show up for you. So I'm going out, and looking for rooms that are about Clubhouse right now, because I want to be a voice of the industry on Clubhouse. So if for you, it is podcasting or health or motherhood, you would go out and look for rooms that are on that specific topic, because you can add value. And from there, once you add value, think about where can people go if they're curious about you? And where will they naturally go? So having a really strong bio that leads people into a funnel with an easy win. So I have text opt-in codes on mine as well as a freebie that leads them into a funnel that I have to help them along my sales journey. And I'm creating the Clubhouse for Bosses sales journey right now. So it feels a little bit messy, but I am intentional about the way that I have all of the information on my bio So, that I can get leads, I can get emails because who knows, somebody might buy this app and we don't have our Mm -hmm. followers anymore. And I'm also prompting them to follow me on Instagram so that I have another touch point. So, one thing to really think about is that on this app, they only hear your voice and see your picture. But sometimes to buy from you, especially something that's high ticket or something that is a little bit more involved, they might need to see you and get to know you a little bit. So, also try to drive them to. Instagram or Twitter, whichever place you're most active, and think about that as bringing them into your ecosystem. And I think that if you really go in with intention, you can get sales. And people are. I have heard several people tell other people that they just booked an appointment and they found the perfect person for them, and they are so glad that they found them. And, you know, the nature of things is that we are on there to talk about ourselves and add value, and people are there to learn. So, it's not like we're selling. We're just simply adding value. And if the funnel's set up and your Instagram has a link to whatever your freebie is as well, and all of that, you have it all set up. You have a strategy and you're in the right rooms. It leads to sales naturally because we're there. We're doing that. Like that's why. Okay. We're there. And so, yeah, I think that it's actually going to bring a lot of ease to getting leads in business, but you have to be intentional because you could waste a lot of hours on the app. If you know, if I was watching the Lion King instead of purposely going into smaller rooms, curating relationships, adding value, going into those big rooms and really trying to talk to people and kind of also add my own credibility. If I'm able to add value into a room of seven-figure earners, then wow, what a great credibility that will bring to me. And people will look at my bio. And here's the other thing. So if you have people who follow you and you've somehow created some sort of relationship, asked a really good question, and they follow you, and you go into a bigger room and they're a moderator, you are going to be separated into the mm-hmm. Followed by the speaker section. And people are clicking through bios constantly on the app. And so they will click through all the moderator bios and all the Followed by the Speakers bios because now you're linked up with them. And so if your bio is optimized and has like a freebie quick thing that they could get, then you are going to get leads into your ecosystem. It's your job to sell them from there but you're getting leads and it's so easy.
0: Did you hear that I created a new secret sauce to online events? After my Emerge conference, I had such raving reviews about the way that I hosted my conference and that no one had ever seen it done before and that all of the attendees felt seen and heard by every speaker. I now have women asking me how they can recreate the conference that I did for their businesses. If you are thinking about creating a conference, I highly recommend that you create an online hybrid conference just like I did. I would love to hear your ideas of how you are wanting to create a conference and what type of event that you are creating. Starting to add in services that I'm gonna come alongside you in planning your event, giving you marketing details, how to launch your event how to set it up and all of the tech and support in between. If you are wanting to create an event, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me, let's connect and talk about your event and how I can help you put on an event in 2020 that is gonna be memorable, impactful, and that your audience will feel seen and heard in this season. For more information on how I can help you, Reach out to me over on Instagram at Michelle Ann Hagen and let me know that you are ready to create something epic for your audience. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to also touch on is that a lot of times people are like, oh, well, is it just a bunch of people pitching? It's not, though, because when people come in and they're like hard pitching, they are getting shut Down, and that's like that's not allowed in the big rooms with like the big multi earners. They're not even pitching their stuff. They'll just every once in a while be like, "Hey guys, is it okay if I like talk about like they ask the their like multi million dollar friends, is it okay if I like mention because I really think that it would or or they tee each other up saying like, "Hey, so and so, you have a course for that. Why don't you just go ahead and tell them about it?" Which I really appreciate, and I agree with you. It's amazing how it kind of does separate the speakers. And I was in one of those big rooms of the multimillionaire. And somehow I was on like one of the speakers fall. like I was I'm like, who's following me? Which it's amazing because these big people are listening and following and they really truly want to see the success of other entrepreneurs that are behind them. And so they are following them so that they can kind of like, I think that's their way of also being like, oh, well, I like this girl. So I can I can help give them a push up by following them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and that all happens through connection, relationship and value. None of it is through pitching. I have not seen anybody raise their hand and say, Oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I found you because somebody stepped up into a room and just started talking about something irrelevant. Because it's conversation based. It's, you know, it's a real conversation. So I would perceive it like if you were to go to a real networking event, and it's not like you would just go and hand somebody your business card. You would like try to find some sort of like reason to talk to them first. And then if the conversation goes somewhere, you would then give them your information. And so I think that there's so much potential. I think that what is almost overwhelming is that there might be so much for small business owners as more leads are coming in. Being organized and being able to handle the DMs is something that I foresee being something that I want to work on is having a VA there to actually help me organize the direct messages organize the new email list coming in making sure that everybody's talked to because it really does because everything's not within the app you have to go to like two different apps so you're on one on your phone you're listening you're asking good questions following the right people seeing who's following you being pinged all these different places and you have to have instagram open and there's direct messages coming in and so It's the most action I've seen in a while. uh, So uh, it's getting used to that cadence and trying to organize everything and use it for the good of my business, which is also the good of the people who are reaching out to me. Because the thing is, is that they're coming to me because they know that there is value that I provided them and they want something on the other end. And I think that that's going to be that, that way for a lot of business owners, whether you're the seven-figure business owner that has the evergreen course, people will click on their link in their bio and just go buy it. If you're a smaller business owner, they may be you know, setting up some calls. So really think about how you can automate the processes, which is another phase that I'm in is, you know, can I get help and support through a real human being that can help be another one of me? But can I also automate things a little bit better so that people can just buy from me right away. Because to me, if I'm doing the job of strategically going in and talking and giving value, um, people are going to come. And yeah, I'm excited for the potential of that because this, what you were saying earlier is that this app gives us this intimacy that actually really drives sales quickly. Because if you think about on instant like, sorry. If you think about on Instagram, if you are, talking to somebody like in a post or something like oh that concept is really interesting and then somehow you guys end up in the dms and then you build some rapport and then eventually you send them a voice message and that's the first time that they hear your voice on this app they hear your voice and see your picture right away and just out of curiosity they're clicking your bio so they know what you do and you've added value to them the sales process is going to be you know it's going to happen a lot faster because of the way the nature of the app is that it builds trust faster
0: Absolutely. And I totally agree with you on that. Like realizing, oh, I need to have some stuff set up in my Instagram. That's like an auto. When someone asks me about the podcast, here's an auto thing. You want to apply to be on the podcast. Here's the auto response that I send to you. Here's where you can go to apply. Um, And it is, it's like this natural flow of like literally feeling like, you know, people and that the way that you get to set up your bio, you literally get to let these people know exactly who you are. And one thing that I have noticed, and I'm I'm kind of wondering by clicking on and being in some of those bigger rooms and getting brought up, having like a concise, like, this is what I do. And it's in a short words, because there's some people that's like a small novel, and you're not going to read it. But if you can be like, here's my big impact pieces, here's what I do. And here's how I want to help people and that you're showing value. I think that from what I have noticed, those are the people that are getting brought up on some of those big stages. But Another thing I noticed is I like hopped into a room once. And I think that some people assume that because someone is a moderator, it makes them an expert. And this app has put everyone at the same level playing field because we all are only in like the hundreds of followers. And so it makes it seem like, oh, I don't really know who this is. And you go click on Instagram and you're either like, holy cow, I can't believe this person is interacting interacting with me. Or it's Oh, let's pump the brakes here. You're not quite qualified to be talking on because I'm very much one of those people when I see someone who is giving advice and I go through and I start clicking through people's bios and I'm like, wait a minute, what you are saying and and what you're putting on Instagram and your website doesn't align and you're really not truly an expert. So that's one thing to be mindful of and to be watching out for because everyone is positioning themselves as an expert in those business places, but you just have to be cautious of who are you taking the business advice from. And that sometimes some of that needs to be taken with a grain of salt and know that you need to know do what is best for your business and not just, well, someone in a clubhouse told me XYZ.
1: Yes. You have to be your own filter. I will say that on the other flip side is that sometimes people don't have a large following because they've done a lot of in-person things. So don't always think, oh, because the person doesn't have a huge instagram following that means that that person must not be an expert or also if they have a huge following they could have been selling jeans and switched over to being a coach so also think about that Mm -hmm. that it's not just the following but i think that we need to filter what we are hearing what we're receiving does the person actually sound like an expert do they have any experience that's out there in the google right google it google them if you are going to buy from them, if you're really going to take their feedback, but also be your own filter about what you need and what level you need to be at. Because, for instance, a seven-figure business owner might give me a piece of advice, and that might not be the right advice for me in the place of my business right now. But somebody who might have just hit you know, six figures or beyond and is a little bit closer to somebody that's brand new – might be able to give a little bit more tangible advice on how to get started. And it's not because the seven-figure business owner gives bad advice. It's just because they are really far beyond in their strategy, and they might not remember what they did 20 years ago when they first got started. So we have to be our own filter and know what we need for our business and take all the information and take action with what is most important for us. And also do our homework. Google our people before we buy anything. And trust your intuition. If you're in a room and it makes you feel bad and you feel like you need to buy from someone because you are not worthy or good enough, that's probably not the right product for you because that product is going to make you feel not worthy and not good enough. And it might give you some small part of what your business needs, but really think about your energy. And also on the other side, if you're in a room and you feel completely inspired and high vibrations, and you feel like you've gotten the the next step, that next tangible thing that you need for your business, that might be the person to buy from. So there's a lot of self-filtering that needs to go on. And that's the same thing that would happen if you are going out into Facebook groups and collecting a bunch of information from a bunch of different people. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion about what we should do for our businesses. Everybody has an opinion of what we should do as moms. Everybody has an opinion on everything. And we have to be our own filters. So, yeah, go into the rooms knowing yourself, knowing what you need, and, you know, then you'll be able to just take the information that works for you.
0: Yeah, totally agree. And I do agree with, like, some of the people You realize they'll be like, oh, well, they don't have a ton of followers. I was more meaning of some of the people are in the rooms talking about stuff, and when you go to their Instagram, like, the information on their Instagram, it does not match, and I'm, and it's kind of like, oh, well, can I speak on this? I'm like, but that's not what you talk about. So that's kind of where some of that, of that filtering. Um, and it, like you said before, and that's what's happening when people are talking in the room, people are still clicking bios, clicking Instagrams, going and looking like, who are you? What do you actually look like? And, and what do you actually do? Um, but that's the beauty of the app is, it's creating, that's also a piece. I think that's the creating the deep connections.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I agree. Like, I think some people were a little bit confused when they signed up for the app. So I know one lady in my direct messages was telling me, like, my, uh, my name on Clubhouse says this, but I'm actually also a coach, but I do two different things. And so I talk about all these different things. And so I know some people are probably repositioning themselves on the app, or they found themselves more on the app. And maybe they're changing their identities. It doesn't make them an expert, right? If they're changing, you know, in the middle of changing their identity and all of that. But I, I do, you know, I want to approach that with a little bit of compassion because I think that there are people that they don't know why they're using the app and so maybe they put that they do lashes mm-hmm. and they don't know about real estate or something like that and they might come to the conversation with that. So I I don't really know. I you figure out what people are about with the things that come out of their mouth. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. if the information that's coming out of their mouth is valid, then I will, you know, I'll trust you a little bit more than if you say something that's a blatant lie that doesn't actually make any sense, then I probably won't believe anything else that you say. So that's what the approach that I try to take.
0: Um, All right. So I think we've covered most of the things that are happening on the app. As of now, who knows, we might need to redo another podcast in a month or so and give like a clubhouse addendum update. Because like you said before earlier on the podcast, it is constantly changing and it's changing quickly and they're they are growing quickly i heard in one room that like last week clubhouse only had like three employees and now they only have seven like there's not even that many employees running this app that is now changing the game um so having some compassion of like the app goes down they like there's been times where it's like all of a sudden people are like oh well it's having issues because It's overloading the system because so many people are coming onto it, but it's going to be a great place to connect. And another thing I think that I want people to know is it's one of the most positive places that I have been on the internet in a long time. And I know there are probably rooms that um, people are complaining or, or talking bad about some stuff, but because you get to pick where you go and you basically create your own algorithm If you want to stay like in the positive vibes and only want to be doing that, it has brought me so much joy. I have not had any comparison, like imposter syndrome or comparison being on the app at all, as opposed to I can go on Instagram and be like, oh, well, so-and-so is launching again and she's being super successful and I'm still trying to exactly figure out the niche of what my next launch is going to be. So that is one thing that I really like about it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I agree. Like there are some rooms that might be about something a little bit more negative, but you don't have to step into them. And you can go on there to learn, you can go on there to grow your business, you can go on there to build your network, and meet amazing people get amazing information that you've never had. And be in that positive vibe place. And I think that's why we're so excited about the app. And getting as many people on there to use it to grow their business, grow their life, any way that you want to use it, it's there for you. Uh, Start those invite friends, friend invite trains and, and get your friends on there. And yeah, we'll all have more conversations together. You guys can follow me at, at Annabelle by Or
0: is that what you're you're on on Instagram and on clubhouse?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I use cross branding. And I think that that might be a little bonus tip is that I do think that in the long run, using cross branding is probably a good idea if you can. It might be a big decision to change your Instagram handle if you if you have to, but I I do think that it's going to be easier for people to recognize who you are if you use the same thing on both.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Unless you're like me where my name is everything else, but if the Michelle Hagen on the Instagram is listening to this, can I please have the handle? <laughs> because there's no other way. And and trying to tell people like my because my middle name is Ann, but then I have to spell it because it's like A N N and, and it just gets it got too long. So I was like, everything changes. But on Instagram, I'm over here at something else. So thank you so much for joining me and being willing to just hop onto a podcast recording straight out of a, a clubhouse room. It has been so great to getting to see your face instead of just hearing your voice.
1: Yeah, it's been so great meeting you. And I do want to just mention I am creating a course called clubhouse for bosses. If you text the word clubhouse to the number 33777, You can get on the wait list, and I'd love to help you grow your clubhouse for your business.
0: All right. Thanks so much. All right, guys. This was such an amazing topic to cover today. If you want to follow me on Clubhouse, I am at Michelle Hagan. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Michelle and Ann Hagen And Annabelle also go check out the show notes. She created a video that kind of gives you a video tutorial of what the insides of Clubhouse looks like and how to run it so i hope that you guys found value about this um and annabelle and i are going to be hosting a room in clubhouse talking about this and feel free to reach out to either one of us if you have any questions about clubhouse Thanks for listening to another episode of the Busy Years Podcast. If you loved this episode, would you take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform? If you're over on Instagram, I would love for you to tag us at the Busy Years Podcast and tag me at Michelle Ann Hagen. I would also love if you could leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this episode by doing that it helps me to be able to create other amazing episodes just like this and help get the word out about this podcast I would love to connect with you over on Instagram or Facebook and you can find me at Michelle Ann Higgin Or you can join our Facebook community called the Busy Years Podcast Community. You can find that located on my Facebook page. Or if you head to the link in my Instagram bios, you will be able to connect to us there. I can't wait to be able to meet you and to put a face to the listener. We'll see you next time, my friends. Hey, Mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams? that you can take action in the middle of motherhood, I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.